The following show is sponsored by The Renegade Mom. Good morning and welcome to The Renegade Mom and I'm so excited you're with us today. We're here to empower you, your friends, your family, and your loved ones to be healthy and well naturally. The one thing that I love about health is that you were made to absolutely thrive. You were made to be vibrant. You were made to be the best you ever. And in today's world, we are spending so much money on so-called health care. And at the end of the day, you have to start to ask yourself, why are we the sickest we've ever been in our culture? Like, what's really happening? If you were to really dig deep, and you know, yesterday I was in a meeting and someone kept saying to me over and over again, well, the research says, and the research is this, and the research is that. And I said to them, So who paid for the research? And she got really quiet because oftentimes people don't want to really dig deep enough to say, hmm, yeah, you know what? I guess I could find a research study out there that has some self-interest. You know, who did pay for it? Why is it that we are so incredibly connected to what's happening in our life, not only in a health perspective, but a financial perspective. You know, you've got to start to ask yourself, you know, how does that go hand in hand? How come we are spending and throwing money left and right and the 5Ks that are going on, and yet we're not the healthiest we've ever been as a culture? You have to start asking yourself that. You know, why is it in today's day and age that we have so much freedom yet so much of it is being taken away. And, you know, I'm so excited. I'm running for a House of Delegates seat, legislative seat 35B. And what I'm excited about is running the campaign. You know, it's going to go until, um, you know, June and then November of 2022. And many people would say, why not take the easy way out and be appointed and your name being sent to the governor? And, you know, I I tell you, I toyed with that for just a little bit. And I stepped away from that whole process saying to myself, I want nothing to do with that. I am going to stand up and remind people that their voices are so incredibly important, that your voice is vital, and that you have the ability to not only step up for yourself, but to show up big time and to tell people that you are here. You know, let your delegates, let your senators know that your voice matters, and that's so incredibly important. What I've learned is there's so much political stuff in the background that goes on. And for many of you that actually know me, I'm not here to play those games. I am here to empower the American citizen, to remind them that they were made to be amazing, not only for themselves, but believe me, guys, your kids are watching. You have got to do the right thing so that your children learn amazing habits and values and morals and that you're so strong that they walk away saying to themselves, you know what? I want to be like her or I want to be like him. And, you know, today we're going to be talking to Megan Montgomery. And I'm so incredibly excited. I've known her for a long time. She is an absolutely wonderful lawyer. She's also an activist. She, uh, she lobbied for a very long time too. But the big thing that I love about her 
is that she is so well-educated. And I feel like as a renegade mom, like you've got to be educated. You know, you can't step forward and say, I want to do this or I want to do that or I believe in this and not really understand why. Like, why is it that you're doing this, right? You know, you have to start to really become super educated. And I think that's the power behind all of this. When you really understand and you learn what's going on and you become your biggest advocate, not only in health, but in politics and your finances and your family, I think you walk away not only empowering others, but being the best that you can possibly be. In this next step, you know, I ask you to also show up and love yourselves. You know, we're living in a culture where it's so hard to do all of the different things that are going on in our lives. You know, we're so tied to what's happening in the next step, right? You know, like we're so busy. There's so much stuff going on, so many responsibilities. So many people look to us for the answers. I think it's so important to love yourself, to slow it down. You know, I wake up early in the morning, 3.30, sometimes 4 o'clock in the morning. And I do that not because I can't sleep. Believe me, I can sleep, you know. But I do that because it's such an important time to get quiet. You know, in that time, I also pray. But I plan my life out. You know, I planned out over 18 months ago that I was going to run for the House of Delegates seat. And I think it's so important to take your power back, to say, you know what, just because someone else decided to make a decision in their life, it doesn't mean that I have to make that decision in mine, that I have control, that I have the power to do what I want to do. You know, sometimes it's saying, this is my path, this is my plan. I think a lot of people give up their voice or what they want because someone else talked them into something else. And I've got to say, I really honor the person that stands up strong and says, you know what? This isn't on my timeline. This isn't my path. I am not going to let go of my values and my morals in order to decide which way I want to go because everyone else thinks that it's it's great. You know, it's also even that the whole thought and process of, well, man, if the crowd's heading that direction, believe me, I'm not going that way. And I laugh a little bit. I was, you know, I run a lot. I run about eight to 10 miles every single day with a day off. And what's so incredibly funny is I did a 5K with my friend, Kristen, and she's, and it was freezing. And she's like, oh, well, the crowd's going that way. Let's go that way. And I said, no, 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 I'm not going that way. That's the way the crowd's going. I don't follow the crowd. And she's like, it's just a 5K. You can follow the crowd and it might be warm there. And I and I was like, okay, maybe. But you've got to start to remember that lead the path. You know what I mean? Blaze the path. Follow your bliss. Do the things that you love. And at the end of the day, love yourself and be happy. I'm going to be checking out on Facebook Live because I am actually on live radio. Um, You can tune in to me on 970 WAMD and then also the KHZ TV network. Um, And I say that I'm checking out this second because my guest, normally I have my guests in studio, but my guest, Megan Montgomery, who's 
absolutely amazing. Um, she's calling in from uh, close to Washington, D.C. So you're not going to be able to hear the other part of the story on Facebook Live. So I'm going to wish you guys a super wonderful happy holiday, a happy, happy Merry Christmas. You know, enjoy every moment with your family and take the time, slow down, make really good, healthy meals for you. In the past, I loved potatoes. I mean, I really do. But I'm baking a lot uh, like meals with cauliflower now. You know, one of my favorite is I do cauliflower. Um, I saute some onions, some fresh garlic. Um, I add a little bit of, and this is sort of a play on the scalloped potatoes. I do everything from scratch. But so you do a little bit of that heavy cream, some butter, you know, grass-fed Butter is so healthy for you guys. I mean, it is so incredibly healthy. But you add that, do a little bit of salt and pepper. Sometimes you can put a little bit of fresh sage. Um, sometimes you can throw mushrooms in there. It's actually really good. And then you pour that over top of your cauliflower, add a little bit of cheese, throw it in the oven, and man, talk about the best cauliflower uh, potatoes that you'd ever want to try. And at the end of the day... It's so important to show up, love your family, love the moments, treat each other with kindness, love, and respect. Um, you're definitely going to see me on Facebook Live, my next show, which I'm super excited about, which will be after the new year. I'll be back on live, and I'll actually have a full set built out, which I'm super excited about. I'm going to be doing that. Actually, I think it's on Jan. I think it's that first Saturday in January. I'll have an awesome set. That way, my guests will have a really great place to sit, and you guys can see a really cool, cool place where you can learn so much about your health and really restoring your freedoms, getting your voice back, following your bliss, and becoming that renegade mom that's so incredibly important to do amazing things. And if you want to hear the rest of my show, tune in live on WAMD 970 Now and the KHZ TV Network. After my show, you can tune in to me on iHeartRadio, um, YouTube, um, Spotify. I'm on about, I think, close to 11 different platforms now. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Thank you for tuning into The Renegade Mom. I love you guys. You're amazing. And I wish you the best in the new year. And always, always love yourself. So Megan Montgomery, I am so excited you're with me this morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Michelle. Merry Christmas to you. I'm doing well. I'm always so happy to come and, and be able to talk to you and to share our thoughts with the, the folks that are listening. Well, thank you. Thank you. I am super thrilled. I am so grateful and thankful for you. Um, I think that, you know, our friendship has been such a blessing you are so incredibly smart and intelligent. Um, and, you know, you are a renegade mom. You're one of those moms that steps up to the plate. You do the right thing. And you walk away. You're so educated. Like, I, I become so incredibly just in all of you and your mind and how smart you are. Um, talk to me. Like, how, how did you get down this path of really saying, I'm going to not only invest in my mind, my education, myself, but doing things naturally for myself and my community. It's, it's absolutely huge and vital in my life. You know, it, it's funny, Michelle, because on the one hand, I do feel very much like a renegade. And then I look at the reality of, of our lives, of all of our lives, right, of all moms and parents' lives, and I say everyone's a renegade because 
everyone's doing what they think is best for their children. Now, what I think is best for my child may differ for what somebody else thinks is best as their child. But, you know, we're all reading, reading information that we get from sources we deem trustworthy and, and looking and trying to do the best we can. And, you know, fortunately, because I did have the opportunity to, um, to, you know, to, to be involved in an education that does teach critical thinking, I asked the same sort of questions that you were talking about in your intro. Who's paying for this information to be put in front of me? Who is it? And if it's not no one, then what are they getting out of the deal? And I think that's the most critical question to ask when you're looking at anything, anything at all, be it health information or information about, you know, what to eat or what to wear or fabrics or, how, you know, co-sleeping or baby led weaning, whatever it is, who's paying to have this information put in front of you? Who makes money when a mother breastfeeds a full course of breastfeeding, which is, remember, four to five years in non-developed countries, no one. Who's paying when mothers, quote unquote, can't breastfeed and, you know, switch to formula at birth or at, at a few days old? Um, who, who does that benefit? It benefits the formula companies. And I'm not saying there aren't people that can't, truly can't breastfeed, but, you know, when you look at the, sort of the overwhelming statistics, who is benefiting when a mom chooses to have a home birth and there's a midwife there that makes, you know, a home birth midwife fee and there's no doctors and no hospitals and no, you know, $800 for Tylenol and $400 for a box of diapers and that cup of water you had, you know, was billed $300 to the insurance company. Who's making money there? that these are all such great questions because I walk away so many times saying to myself are they really buying it like do, do they really think that you know this is healthy for them you know one of the things that came out which I know you know um you know they they said they said oh you know what uh you've got to wait you've got to wait on breastfeeding breastfeeding it's not it's not that healthy for the child. But, you know, I know as well, because I breastfed for so long, you've got to breastfeed right away or the milk goes away. And the milk's yeah. so important for their immune system and for their body. And like, you know, you're right. Who's paying for the research? Like, who's in charge here? When people walk away and they say, you know, the other thing that I, I also love is they always say things like, well, you know. Oh, but I read the research and well, you know, well, my, my, my doctor said, and my, and my, well, my aunt told me this and well, it runs in my family. You know, you have to start to ask yourself, what are the other big questions? Like who is, how do you follow down the rate, the, you know, the, the sort of the trail of who's paying what? Um, what are your thoughts on that? How do people really start to dig deep and really begin to find out who's paying for what research? You know, I, I think it's funny when I, I thought about sort of and what, what we were going to discuss today, and you and I talked about it beforehand, and we talked about, you know, talking a little bit about sort of government involvement in our lives. And is it too much? Is it not enough? I think everybody will have a different opinion. But regardless of what you feel about what I'm going to call government 
uh, overreach. There are two kinds, right? There's covert and overt. And I think this is true of everything. There's two kinds of persuasion. There's two kinds of ability to get information in front of a, an, a, a, a public or a group of moms or, you know, a group of citizens or whatever you want to look at. And I think there's the covert method, which is you don't really know. When some scientific study comes out that says, whatever it says, right, Asahi berries are the, 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 the going to cure everything or, you know, right. formula is best and is breast so milk is bad. bad for you, right? You know, I mean, you know, and, and all of a sudden this is everywhere <laughs> and it's on every news station and it's on this, that and the other thing. Fresh garlic, thing it be... might kill you. <laughs> right, right. Right, you know, you know? It's, it's so crazy. It's just crazy And what you stuff. should ask yourself first is who is paying or who is benefiting from this information? And that's with covert. But with a lot of research, particularly what mainstream media considers to be contemporary medical research, for example, it's very clear who's paying for it. They have to say who's funding in the study. And so oftentimes you'll see people who will read an article or a synopsis or a fact sheet, and they'll think they've gotten all the information. But it takes an extra level of diligence to go into that study. Don't believe what a fact sheet says. You know, I can prove that sex doesn't cause pregnancy if every time a woman got pregnant, I removed her from the study about pregnancy and sex. <laughs> That's the same kind of thing that can go on in contemporary medical research. So take that extra step. Walk through the fact sheet. Walk through the article. Walk through the synopsis, whatever you're reading, and go and get that actual piece of research. And the first thing you should look at is who paid for it. And and it should be very clear. And, you know, and there, it should be very clear. And, you know, I mean, I know as well, you know, having a family business and owning a doctor's office for so long, um, you know, you've got to do things the right way. You've got to set things up for people to win um, and to get their health back. And, and, you know, and I also, through learning through all the years, you know, there's patient care and there's, there's sick care, you know, and, and it's a big, it's a big handoff. I mean, it's called scare care, right? You know, oh my God, you're going to die and you got to do this. Or it's like, man, you know what? You're such an amazing person. Uh, I think you're great. Your body was made to function and heal. Um, you know, let's start to do some positive things. Um, and you're right. I think it's all how you frame it. It's, it's great marketing and people walk away losing their, their freedom. They lose their freedom of choice. They lose their freedom of, of their health, of their life. Sometimes they lose relationships, jobs, because they get wrapped up in this paradigm that, you know, if you're wrapped up in the scare care, uh, of being taken care of, you know, and the government overreach. I mean, let's face it, you know, when you walk away, um, I know that when I was in the hospital having my, my last child, you know, I almost didn't make it. Wow. Becoming and being as educated as I am in those, in those realms and in those moments, even though I was so sick, there was a tremendous amount of fear, right? You know, here mm -hmm. I am in, I am in the, um, you know, I'm in the belly of the beast, right? 
I'm I'm literally there and my my life is in their hands. My baby's life is in their hands. I realize that once my child gets to the NICU, um, that I really, I don't have any control over what happens to my kid. And, yeah. you know, here's a baby that's been in my body for now. My little one was two and a half months early, two pounds, five ounces. But, you know, I was grateful and thankful she was alive. But here she's in my body all this time. She's mine, right? Like I can control the environment. But the moment she leaves my body, I am no longer, as the mom, I am no longer in control as to what happens. And I get it was an emergency situation, but there are many moments where I should have been able to make choices and decisions that were for the best interest of my child. Yet there's this big hovering government overreach that occurs um, in those big hospitals and institutions that if you don't go along with societal norms or this is what I think is best, then there are some crazy things that are going to happen to you and your child in that relationship as mother and baby. Um, and that's exactly right. You know, we, what we see is it starts with covert, right? It starts mm -hmm. with pressure. It starts with you don't want to be a bad mom. Everybody does whatever it is that this thing, you know, that they're trying to get you to do. And then, but then it becomes very overt. You know, we are in a scenario in America today where parents who even have the audacity to get a second opinion about something are having their children, they're having their family lives investigated by CPS. And why is that? It's because we've allowed the covert for so long that the overt has now taken over and, and, and it, there's, there's very few parents that have, have sort of, you know, been able to say, you know what, this is my decision because I, I want to tell you, Michelle, you know what it is to go along with the crowd. It's so easy. It's so easy. It oh, is, it's it? so easy to not have to read about baby led weaning and, extended breastfeeding and trying to justify to your relatives why, you know, you're still nursing your four-year-old and how it's not disgusting you're, and whatever it is. They're the and, biggest bullies and, ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they literally walk away when, you, when you're doing things naturally for your family. They're the ones that literally are on the sidelines heckling you. It's very far and few between that you have a parent which I'm sure you do because your mom is a chiropractor and she's amazing. But, the, you know, I know with me breastfeeding with my little ones, you know, my family minus my husband, my husband always supported me. But it was always like, oh, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that. Oh, and they would bring bottles, big bottles of pre-made formula. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> My child's going to have breast milk. It is so important for her. And my choices and decisions were not being respected, even from my family unit, minus my husband. He, you know, has always been a really big proponent of doing things, um, you know, the way that, that uh, you know, we've decided. So, yeah, I well, get and it. I think, you know, and I think that it's that sort of, if you're going to be a renegade mom, you know, you, you, there's no, I, I, I'm always so honored when you call me an activist because I, I really just think of myself as sort of 
you know, a mom with a story to tell. But the reality is we all must be activists if we're going to live a life outside of mainstream society. We all must be able to do independent research, figure out where this research is coming from, and then be able to ideally, you know, there's two ways to deal with a conflict, fight or flight, right? Exactly. And that research, funnily enough, let's talk about research, that research was actually only done on men because women go into not really fight or flight. They go into tend and befriend. It's the same chemical uh, reaction within your body. But women, historically, if you're out on the grassland someplace, we are not going to be able to fight a man, a predator, and anything, and we're not going to be able to run fast enough to get away. But what can we do? We can relationship build. We can ah. tend and befriend. And so what often I see women doing is instead of just saying, this is the right choice for me, it may not be the right choice for you or for anyone else or whatever, but this is how we do things in our family, which is what you do and which is what I do, what we want to do is we want to convince others that we're right. And mm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard line to walk because you don't want to look like you've never read anything in your life, but you also don't want to sit down with your spreadsheets and say, let me tell you everything <laughs> that you're doing wrong for your family. Right. Because that's what it's taken as exactly. if you're doing something different. You, people want to think, oh, if you're doing it this way, you must think I'm doing it wrong. And I always say, we're all doing it the right way for us. We're at the end of the day, whatever you believe faith-wise, whether you want to say it's God or the universe or, you know, Mother Earth or whoever gave you that baby, that, they gave that baby to me to raise, to you to raise. They didn't give it to the state. They didn't give it to an institution. They, you know, he didn't give it to anybody but the two parents that created and brought that child into this world. And those are the people that are responsible only for that child's development. We yes. are all going to have to answer for how our children turn out kind of over the course of our life, good and bad, right? If, exactly. we, if, it, if we're successful and we have kids that are kind kids that contribute to society to make the world a better place, then there you go. And some kids turn out that way, even in bad situations. And sometimes kids can have the best situations and they can turn out to make some really bad decisions. Isn't but you need true? to go to bed every night. We all do. Every night saying, I did the best I can. I made the best decisions I had with the information available to me. And that includes information that sometimes you have to go out and get yourself. Exactly. You know, I think one of the biggest things you said was, that that child that baby was given to me it's my child it, it's not it's not the government's child and and I you know we've got a few more minutes left but I'll never forget the minute and I mean I literally was just rolled out of like the emergency area of having my little one I don't think I was in my my hospital room like gosh maybe five minutes and the social worker came in like like with her clipboard and like offering me all my free services. And I said, absolutely not. I don't want anything free from you. And you can leave my room right now. I can pay for my own stuff. 
Because oftentimes free is connected with, you know, this this line of give and take. Um, and I can't help but in that moment, she stood there and I think she knew me from somewhere. Uh, she just looked at me and was like, oh my God. But she didn't want to walk away. But I was so adamant. And she finally did. But man, she watched me the whole rest of the time. And that was like one of those moments that, you know, even though here's the most amazing moments of my life having a child, yet I was still being, you know, watched. And I think you can't help but walk away and feel super dangerous about that Um, because that baby's mine. Megan, tell me, how can people reach you? We've got one minute left. Um, you can reach me at my email address, mmontgomery at mwmconsultants.com, M-M-O-N-T-G-O-M-E-R-Y at mwmconsultants.com. And I, I agree with you, Michelle. You know, I think when you look at what's going on, when you look at the FDA moving to restrict homeopathy, when you look at, you know, the, 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 the ridicule that Michael Phelps got for cupping, all of these things at the, at the last Olympics, all of these things should make anyone nervous. Whatever you think about, you know, Eastern medicine, Western medicine, raising your family, whatever it is, when you start to see these sorts of overt and covert government overreach, people should start to think, what, who is winning here? Is it the family? Because I don't think it is. Exactly. And you're listening to us live. Megan, I want to have you back on because we could talk for days. You're the best. You're listening to me live every Saturday from 830 to 9 in the morning. The Renegade Mom on WAMD 970, WYRE 810, KHZ TV Network, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, so many other platforms. And always wear your lipstick. You were made to be fabulous. And I love you all. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday.